Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. I'm Charlie Wright and we're very pleased you're with us today on May 8, 2015. And we're honored and privileged to have with us Jeffrey Hirsch, editor of the Stock Traders Almanac. He speaks to us from Nyack, New York. Jeff, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Great to be with you, Charlie. Thanks for having me. So, Jeff, you're obviously uh, headfirst involved in research and writing. You uh, have written, uh, you write the Stock Traders Almanac, the Seasonal Sector Trades, the Almanac Investor e-newsletter. You're the author of the book, Little Book of Stock Market Cycles, and you're on the uh, committee to uh, manage the mutual fund, the Probabilities Fund. So give us some of your history and background here, Jeff. Well, I was... Born into the uh, industry um, as uh, the son of Yale Hirsch, the man who created the Stock Traders Almanac. He created it, uh, began to build it uh, the year I was born. And I grew up around it, you know, uh, born, bred, weaned, raised on it, on cycles and, and seasonal analysis and uh, good old-fashioned, you know, stock market picking, fundamental analysis as well and other technicals. So after I finished college, I uh, wasn't quite sure what I was going to do when my friend told me to I was crazy. I should go start working for my father. So I did. The rest, as they say, is history. Okay. So tell us, uh, first of all, what the Stock Traders Almanac is all about for those who are not familiar with it. I guess the epiphany uh, that Yale had back in the early 60s was to take all these indicators that he was tracking at this group called Indicator Digest and put them in a calendar format so you could follow the market schedule uh, along with your own. And the Stock Traders Almanac is an annual compendium of market uh, cycles, seasonals, um, whether it's four-year cycle with the presidential election cycle or down to half-hourly trading patterns, uh, different uh, uh, you know patterns around holidays and triple witching and options expiration, uh, beginnings and ends of months, days of the week, and you know all sorts of other less um, you know time uh, consistent patterns. You know some things that um, aren't as um, repetitive on a regular basis, but are, are a little bit, uh, uh, but are still recurring. You know, Jeff, I have a copy of the Stock Traders Almanac uh, on my desk here that I'm looking at, and uh, I'm on page sixty. And I'd like to just just give with the example on page 60 and have you comment. It shows the return of the NASDAQ for the best eight months versus the worst four months. And the best eight months are, of course, November through June. Right. And then uh, it shows using a MACD signal, Mm -hmm. uh, if you were to invest in the best eight months since 1971, and you started with $10,000, you'd have one over $1.1 million today. 
But if you uh, were to... even more so, that, that's a that's a that's a year old that page. Oh, okay, okay. Well, this is the 2015 almanac that I'm looking at. But so you'd right. have more than 1.1 million dollars starting in 1971 with ten thousand dollars. If you were to use the same MACD indicator, but you were to invest instead during the four worst months, then you would have lost about a third of what you had invested. That's right. Um, I mean, this is the, um, you know, NASDAQ version of what my father created back in 86 called the best six month switching strategy, which is based upon the S&P 500 and the Dow. Um, what we found over the years is, you know, when while the Dow and S&P and the big blue chip stocks tend to do their best uh, and pretty much gain all of their ground from November through April, NASDAQ and the smaller caps and the tech stocks tend to push a little bit further into June. So you have that best eight months. And um, it's been rather consistent over the year. I mean, it's, it's you know, part of the sell in May and go away phrase that everyone hears out there. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you're going to sell in May, you got to get in in October. Uh, we say buy in October and get yourself sober. And, um, you know, every year when things get crazy at the end of the third quarter in September and beginning of October, like it did last year, people, uh, you know, still forget that there is this seasonal tendency for markets to do, um, you know, either nothing or be very vulnerable to, to downdrafts in that, you know, worst six months or worst four months period, you know, July through uh, October or, or May through October. So this is the NASDAQ version and uh, that hypothetical uh, $10,000 is a great example, great illustration of the beauty of, uh, you know, seasonal trading, rules-based investing and, and, and tactical and, um, you know, dy- it's a dynamic system. This is what Probabilities Fund does, uh, you know, with, with actual uh, cash uh, all the time. And, you know, Jeff, what's remarkable about this approach we just talked about here on page 60 is that during a one-third of the year, you're in cash. So you're That's fully right. protected during the uh, one-third of the year. Yeah, you're in cash, and you know it's 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 not just uh, um, the fact that it, you know you're in cash, but you're you can go short as well. We do a lot of different things during those periods of time. Sometimes we'll, we'll you know you can use leverage ETFs. We'll go short some stocks in the worst sectors, uh, and it's also a shift of mentality. You go from being aggressive in the best months, whether it's the six or eight, to being defensive. You know, just limit new long buying. You don't have to sell your stocks. You don't have to sell in May and go away or sell in June, uh, but you can be more careful. Tighten up stops, unload some underperforming positions, and just have a different mindset for those weaker uh, summer months when less people are around, volume dries up, and it tends to be more volatile. Now, Jeff, looking here at the Stock Traders Almanac, it's uh, you know almost a couple hundred pages here of, of just uh, a plethora of information, and it's like uh, drinking to the proverbial uh, fire hose here. So how does somebody take all this information and apply it so that it becomes a cohesive, productive, rules-based uh, trading system? Well, each, each person is different and different people I've spoken to, traders and advisors over the years, they take little bits and pieces of it. I mean, start one page at a time. Uh, and if you're looking at, you know, 
uh, some new cash flow that came in that you want to put into the market, and it's May you know eighth here or, or, or May first or whatever it is, you look into the almanac and you see what the the, the tendencies have been. And if the market's way up in April May and you've got a, a whole uh, you know inflow of cash and you know, just had a big sale of, of something or a big business deal come through, you might want to be a little bit more cautious about going into the market. Whereas you know if it's October and the market just went through a correction, um, you're going to be more aggressive getting in there. So applying these things to your portfolio takes time and study. Any good portfolio is not something that's done lickety-split. And what we provide at StockTradersAlmanac.com is a little more knowledge and, and more uh, trading and investing suggestions and ideas for different sectors, different stocks. We give out the MACD uh, seasonal sell and, and, and buy signals. So, I mean, you can get the book, do it all yourself and figure it all out or get the book and also look at what we're doing online. We can help you along the way with, with different ideas. Or you can, you know, pass your funds over to something like Probabilities Fund where they have the rules, they have the triggers, they have the systematic methodology and you can let them run it for you. Okay, well, Jeff, we appreciate that input. Uh, we're going to stop and take a quick break right now. We'll be right back. We're talking with Jeffrey Hirsch, editor of Stock Traders Almanac out of Nyack, New York. And uh, this is Charlie Wright. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his guest. Hello, welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net. We're talking with Jeffrey Hirsch, editor of the Stock Traders Almanac and author of the little book of Stock Market Cycles. Uh, so, Jeff, you talked to us about Stock Traders Almanac and the benefits that it provides and gives. Uh, tell us a little about the Probabilities Fund and your role there and what it seeks to do and how it seeks to do that. I was inspired by and based on the Stock Traders Almanac, and um, uh, my friend and founder of, of the firm, Joseph Childry, uh, several years ago, he was heading out on a you know long-awaited uh, trip to uh, safari trip to the Africa, and was scrambling to find something to read on the on the trip, and had the Almanac for years, hadn't really delved into it that deeply. Grabs it, takes that with him for three weeks. And the only thing he read comes back inspired, starts up his hedge fund. And then as the years went by, he decided to, to convert it into a mutual fund where it could be available to more investors. And uh, last summer we met and he's been, you know, biding his time waiting to you know, introduce himself to me. And he's brought me on board as a consultant to the investment committee. And what the fund does is a 40-act mutual fund. They also have variable insurance trusts that trade the same uh, system. And it's based on 
uh, a lot of the best six months uh, switching, uh, different monthly seasonalities, the four-year election cycle, and also some other wrinkles with when Congress is in session, they use MACD and other technical indicators to time exits and entries. They're ready to go to cash any day, and it's just trading the S&P using ETFs, inverse ETFs, cash, and they'll be leveraged up to either from you know, either zero and in cash or one to three times longer short. Most of the time, uh, you know, they're in the market during November through April and either out or uh, from time to time short and, and leverage short uh, during the worst six months and other periods. So it aims to um, identify the periods of time when there's the highest probability for market gains to be long and the highest probability for losses to be short or in cash. And um, that's what they've been doing. You know, we interviewed Joe Childry on this show, Jeff, uh, several months ago. Very, very interesting, obviously bright, intelligent uh, guy. And, and a, a difficulty that I had at that time and that I still have uh, in, in putting my arms around this is that uh, looking at all of these different signals, so often they contradict each other. Less than you'd think. You know, looking at it, uh, um, you know, just with it all together, you would think that it contradicts. But, you know, as an advisor, um, you know, with, with the, the fund and as an investor, you know, when you're in there, there are things that pop out that are more valuable at any given time. And it's 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 not it, – you can't just tell somebody exactly what to do. I mean, you can do the best six months switching strategy with, you know, two signals a year, a buy and a sell using MACD. That's pretty simple. But if you're going in and out and um, using some other triggers – there are a few things there. I mean, if everyone could do it, then it would just, you just hand out a recipe and, and you could make it like you're making brownies. But, you know, it takes a bit of effort. It takes some work and some study and um, evaluating what signals and what uh, variables and, and, and what, you know, inputs are, are stronger and more valuable at the time. And that's what we do. You know, the probabilities fund uh, has a particular structural issue, and that is that Typically, it is going to underperform during bull markets, and I think that um, has been the case last couple of years. Correct? You know, either underperform or just meet. Uh, I mean, it's really there for a hedge, and it's it's set up to be non-correlated alpha. So, for a well-diversified portfolio, instead of buying puts or uh, you know using uh, any other type of short strategy, you know, as a hedge. You can have the probabilities fund, and they're basically getting about 70% of the upside of any bull market, and they're also getting about 60 65% of the downside. So it's the years when the market gets hammered, like 08, when the probabilities fund was up about 5%, and 2011, when it was up double digits, that you have your years of outperformance. So it sort of paces the market during bull markets, and then in bear markets or downdrafts, it, it tends to outperform. So its history shows that uh, during down markets and during flat markets like 2011, it can easily outperform. But in a bull market such as 2013 and uh, partially 2014, it will typically underperform. Not so much under. I mean, it matches the market. It did a lot better than a lot of other funds out there, a lot of other actively managed accounts in, in years when, when the market beat everybody else. So um, 13, it, it did underperform a bit, but not necessarily always underperforming in a bull market. But, um, you know, if that bull market happens to rally through uh, a seasonal, you know, historically seasonally weak period, then yes. Now, since it trades uh, the S&P 500, 
Okay. Uh, do you have uh, the statistic on how often its trades are accurate versus inaccurate? That we have to check with Joanna. I, I, you know, I'm uh, a new member of the committee, and I don't have that uh, that that win loss ratio uh, at my fingertips. Okay. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. that. Would be an interesting thing to know here. Yeah, be happy to follow up with that. Yeah. Can you tell us? Uh, does it it goes long or neutral, which would be cash or short? Does it use leverage funds, either long or short? Yes. Yes. I think right now they're actually in cash, uh, but um, they've been leveraged, you know, up to three per- three times long or three times short. At, at different times. So tell us, um, Jeff, in terms of uh, your strategies and your newsletters and the information that you put out, what keeps you awake at night? <laughs> Worrying about my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Even in New York, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we live out in the burbs, but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's more just, take, I, I don't I don't worry about the market at, at night, you know, on occasion I will, but but not every night. You know, we've been doing pretty well uh, with the market recently. I just, you know, showed one of my clients some of the numbers. And, uh, you know, the past year, we, depending upon how much leverage we were able to use in any given account, we were up about, you know, uh, 13 to 19%, you know, which is, is, is pretty solid. So more family-oriented stuff uh, th- than the market keeps me up at night. Well, I can appreciate that. As a father of seven, I've had more than uh, my share of gray hairs over those kinds of issues here. Just, just, uh. just that they'll be happy. <laughs> and productive and obedient and get straight A's. <laughs> okay, what uh, besides this, uh, besides your book, the little book of uh, stock market cycles, well, why don't you tell us about that book a little bit here? It's sort of a, you know, sophisticated book for dummies uh, on all the different market cycles. It's kind of like all the years of the almanac and stuff from, uh, you know, the newsletter digital subscription service. It covers all the years of the four-year cycle, the holiday trading, the different seasonal, um, you know, wrinkles. So it's it's kind of a fun and, and a uh, sort of easier read than, than some other things. So it's been, it's been well received. So uh, it can be helpful. Good, good. Well, we, we appreciate that. So give us your contact information, will you? Um, very easy. Stocktradersalmanac.com. You can get a link over to our blog, which is hosted at Tumblr, uh, where we provide some you know free insights. Uh, also on Twitter, Almanac Trader. It's really all available, uh, you know, from the main website. And, um, Anyone has any questions, they could, uh, you know, email the contact uh, email on there, and we'll be happy to answer. Okay. Well, Jeff, any final words for our listeners here about Stock Traders Almanac, about any of your uh, newsletters, about your book, about Probabilities Fund, about the whole concept of cycles trading? Well, I think one of the things that we're doing a lot and having a lot of success with recently and also, one of the things that Probabilities is working on is tactical sector rotation. So we look at the seasonals for different sectors, anything ranging from some of the commodity sectors like crude oil, which we have a big position in right now and have had for a while, or you know what sectors to be in during the worst six months. So we combine the seasonal behaviors of uh, the historical seasonal behaviors of each different sector with the seasonal with the setup in the current market with technicals and fundamentals and make our trades accordingly using you know old-fashioned chart pattern recognition stuff and, and pivot points and candlesticks and and MACD of course so I, I think that's and we also pick stocks 
you know, within those sectors and at certain times of the year, like in October, September, October, we tend to put out a nice basket of stocks that does well for us. So it's not just the big, broad uh, presidential election cycle and the you know best six months or the sell in May. There's all the different seasonal patterns that continue to permeate the market um, in, in many different sectors that, that we um, have quite a bit of success with. Okay. Well, Jeff, again, congratulations on your uh, newsletters on the Stock Traders Almanac and uh, on the Probabilities Fund Connection on, and on your success over the years. And best of luck to you and your family and uh, those things that keep you awake at night. We've been talking right. with Jeff Jeffrey Hirsch, editor of the Stock Traders Almanac, uh, several newsletters, uh, author of the little book of Stock Market Cycles, and on the... Uh, Investment Committee for the Mutual Fund Probabilities Fund. And uh, on behalf of all of us here at, at uh, Stock Traders Almanac at, at Strategic Investor Radio, we wish you happy and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.